You are listening to The Grudge Retort. The revolution will not be televised. Retort today. It's a special election day version of the Grudge Retort. Right, guys? That's right. Somebody talk. Yes. Are you guys that depressed? You can't even talk. (laughs) Yes, that song is just so timeless. This is this is called the Dark Night of the Soul. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) This is the day when all of you folks who cast your ballots early get to learn that they're in the trash already. Well, what an uplifting message for Election Day 2016. Welcome to the Grudge Retort, everybody. My name is Dan O'Brien. Who? I'm in the studio with Eric Blair, Who? Danny Macias. Yay. What? <laughs> I'm so glad this day is nearly over. Yeah, if, oh, over 500 days of campaigning coming to a no close today. No wonder it feels horrible. Yeah. Yes. Can't we do it like England, six weeks and we're done? Oh my God, six weeks. We that should. Would be so great. You know why we never will? Because the advertising money is too big, and and the TV and radio stations will never stand for just a well, six. Plus, week England's election. not bombing seven countries, and they're that's trying right. to keep it a secret. Like, right <laughs> there, you go. That's true. <laughs> that's right, and it's, that's the that's the truth right there. Is yeah. that it takes a lot longer to uh, keep people on the hamster wheel here. Right. Uh, and so over there, they don't actually have a hamster wheel as big as ours, so right. we have to keep going there. So. <laughs> That's right. They keep yeah. dangling yeah, things in front of us. Yes. Podesta, Podesta. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a Podesta over in England. Yeah, they don't have Podesta yeah. over there. Yeah, the, the two-party fear-mongering is just, it takes a lot longer here. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. And I, I don't know why elections are so long here. I don't know how it got to that point, because it... Didn't it evolve so, slowly like, into like no, this no, no. two, three year it process now? Devolved. Devolved. Because evolve would imply it, progress. Moving forward. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're yeah, right. It's been devolved. It, it's been devolving yeah. for years. Yeah. It sounded like they're adding a game seven to a series that used to be best of five. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. oh, great. Oh, here we go. Yeah, well, they're, what we're, they're adding 10 more games to the uh, the uh, MLB season, the yeah. Major League Baseball season. Well, be prepared for exit polling to come out all day long talking about how Hillary is a head. In fact, um, wasn't it Al-Qaeda that came out with a plot? 
about I think this? so. We Wasn't read it? about this on the reputable source called The Onion. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> Basically, apparently, Al-Qaeda had decided back in 2014 they were just going to sit back and watch television and watch America destroy itself. <laughs> That's And they've plot. been right this, right. <laughs> this all this time. Right. Uh, yeah. those, those are, they those got were, when Hillary's running. Those were hacked emails, and it did say, in quotes, kick back. That's right. <laughs> which is, which is yeah. code. <laughs> yep. Good old Onion. Yeah. Yep. And apparently the FBI investigation of the 650,000 emails didn't pick up on those keywords. Ah, yeah. But which, which is, you know, they can't really because they didn't really look at all 650,000 emails. They didn't? Nope. Nope. Oh, oh you guys, you guys don't think so? No, they couldn't have. Yeah. Really? No, the, 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 the farce uh, argument that they keep coming out with was, oh, they can just scan for stuff and they can see that. They can do that. They can't. They, they can scan for keywords, but they can't scan for content. But can't they scan for content if they ha- if they already have a, a set of emails to compare them to? You, they can they can scan for duplicates. And yeah. Yeah, but what does duplicates have to do with anything? Well, because they. What about the content? Well, they they know all they know all the emails that came from Hillary. It's not six hundred fifty thousand, but they they right. they got rid of everything that wasn't right. Hillary related, and then they compared those. How do they know? How do they know that? Well, if if I'm saying an email to Danny. And and Danny and I are one of the 650,000 emails, and Danny and I are talking about, well, you know, um, you know, I just saw her do this to Vince Foster. No. Then yeah. the only keyword they're going to look for is Vince Foster. Well, but no. if I say I saw I saw what she did to VF the other day, no, I think, they're not going to look for VF. I, I think the process went like they they uh, sorted all the emails from or to Hillary or Hillary related out right. of those six hundred fifty grand, the six hundred fifty thousand. Right. And then out of those that are Hillary related, they compared them to the emails they already had and found that most of them are duplicates, except one or two. I think is oh, what I heard. One or sure. two. Yeah, but what, but the, the but when you say Hillary related. So whether or not she did something wrong doesn't necessarily only apply to her emails. Uh, Other people that work for her could be yeah. saying things that she told them to do. I, I understand. So yeah, you can you or, can say that all day long, but the fact is they didn't go through six hundred fifty thousand. Well, I, I, Edward Snowden said they could, so I don't know. Yeah, Edward Snowden says they could oh. search for keywords, but whether they're searching for the right keywords or whether they're searching for the right content is a whole other story. See, they have to take. And they have to hold over it a filter over everything they look for. If the filter isn't looking for certain things, then they won't do it. For example, the NSA has been collecting and archiving data from cell phones and voicemails and emails and text messages and every single source of media there is in the world. They've been doing that for a long, 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 long time. But they're still finding stuff from way back when that they look up later on because they didn't know what to look for in the first place. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with Hillary's emails. We don't know what to look for in not just her emails but all the emails involved in her campaign and Trump's campaign and all the different government officials. They don't know what to put in the filter until that comes up as an issue. So to say, oh, yeah, we went through all 650,000 emails, that's not true. Mm. They, they, they applied a filter of what they thought they should look for, not necessarily what could come out later on. Do you guys think that the whole email thing that came out about 10, 10 days ago now was uh, politically motivated? Uh, of course. It's all, everything's politically motivated. What do you think, Danny? Well, I think that it's also that uh, Comey was trying to save some kind of face. And save some kind of respect for the FBI. He blew that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he kind of he kind of did the opposite. There was, there. Well, there was no way he could win, though. 
Oh yeah, you know, you're if right. If he would have sat on this until after the election, they would have. Yeah, but they if, would have nailed him to the wall. But if it took them only nine days to go through it, well, here then Dan, he could have had an but answer. But they didn't right? go this through is it the same, in nine days. This is the same box of lies that told us that they had WMDs in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is where I have to take a step to the side and say, you know what? I don't really trust. Um, everything that comes out of the, the television set, mm-hmm. and this is one of those things. Or the this media. is one of those things that's yeah, uh, that out yeah. of the propaganda machine that's very suspect. Yeah, mm. you know, as far as like, oh, we found nothing, or we found one or two. Well, it was political have, pressure that made Comey come out and, and make an answer before the election. Right, and w- exactly. He could have said, well, we're scouring the emails for stuff. We'll ta- let you know in a couple weeks. And what if a more thorough search would have would have you know showed that oh, these are the code words that they use for these certain things. Right. But they won't know that until after the fact. It seems all it seems a little too television ready. Hmm. Yeah. And that's what's that's what's really suspect to, to me. Hmm. So I I don't really trust <clears throat> basically the the story because it just seems to be too much of a preplanned narrative. Yeah, but either yeah. way, it doesn't really matter what's in the emails at all because Hillary wouldn't be a good choice for America's president. That's a di- yeah, that's a different issue. So. But yeah, but this particular yeah, what, do you think it was political that Comey did it like sure. from the beginning? Okay. Of course, of course it was. I think I think that some people on one side are pressuring him, including P- FBI agents that he has to work for, work true. with every day, are pressuring him to say, "Hey, we shouldn't let her off the hook." You know, for as well as I know, what a crook she is. Right. And that's what the conversation is behind that's doors. Exactly right. Yeah. And the same with the Republican people in Congress. They're probably calling him on the phone and say, "What's your problem, Comey? You know, we we got this picture of you back in Sunday school. You know, we got we we, we can put this right. out there if you want." And so he's got pressure on that end. But then on the other end, Hillary's. You know, one through seven score chart. Right. Those people are. Can't, she probably called up so and so and said, "Hey, look, at you're a three right now. You're going to be a four in my book right. if you call up Comey and convince him to, you know, come out and say I'm innocent of this. Even though whether she is or not doesn't matter. It's the political perspective that they're trying to get out there. And so she, everybody made a bunch of phone calls. And so Comey's probably inundated with people from both sides saying, "Hey, dude, you got to come up with some different story. Well, I'm Can sure. you imagine? Whatever. Dude. Yeah, the, to have someone like uh, the Kaiser Soze, who's mm-hmm. bought and paid for by Morgan Stanley, to, to deal with someone like that, who's got all of these connections, yeah, and I, then and then deal with the the Republicans that absolutely hate this person. Yeah, well, I, dealing I think, with that kind of pressure—that's mm-hmm. crazy. You said it right. There, it was a no-win situation. Yeah. No matter what he did, he would have been held on uh, yeah. over the fire. That's, that's I'm surprised true. Yeah. Comey didn't turn into a diamond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the, the the bad part is is the Justice Department isn't is not the one taking control of the situation like they're supposed to. Right. The FBI is supposed to be an investigative agency, not a media, uh, uh, you know, outlet for the news. It's not mm-hmm. supposed to be manipulating yeah, what the was news. That? What's called stupidity. Yeah. Well, the DOJ say. is supposed to be doing it, but because the DOJ has close ties with the Clintons, mm-hmm. then they're trying to step back and say, "Wow, we better not go into the limelight." But the DOJ should have assigned somebody else other than somebody who hangs out on planes with Bill Clinton. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and was a promised probably a position, mm-hmm. right? Didn't that come out of the email that Absolutely. Laura Lynch was promised yep. a position? Yeah, yep. yeah. She yeah. she was she had really high regard on in, on both sides of the aisle up until this election. But it's a good it's a good illustration of how an associate association with the Clintons can kind of drag you down into yep. their their mess, their filth, their yep. you know all all the things that go on in their world. You get tangled up in that, and yep. you probably will – it's like the Rolling Stones, you know? You hang out with the Rolling Stones, they go on and party, and you end up dead on the floor in a bathroom somewhere. Ah, 
It's like you yeah, know, that, that's definitely describes the, the Clintons, all right. And, and they just they just continue on because they they don't right, you know yeah. they, they can handle the because high. they've been conditioning themselves <laughs> like with iocane powder, like very that's slowly right, building yeah. up that's resistance. Right. Exactly. Okay. So it's kind of like that. You just you tangle with the Clintons and you're you're in danger of getting burnt. And yeah, I think wh- she whether you're burnt. whether <laughs> you're against them or for them, right. you're still going to get in the mud. Oh, yeah. you want to drink uh, with the big boys? <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> Yeah, that's what it is. Well, yeah. we we are going to actually announce who we know for sure is the president of the United States oh. during this show. <laughs> are we doing that now, or are we? Not are, are we? Gonna, a little are we gonna, I just want to tease it. It's coming okay. in the next segment. What All we'll right. do is we'll we'll open up the next segment with who we already have figured out is the next president of the United States. Right. We already know before polls, before exit polling, right. before voting, before I, counts. I had a homework assignment for you guys, but you got you totally both of you completely blew it off. Well, yeah, you because blew off the homework assignment. Yeah, because I we specifically don't asked for today. Yeah, you uh, asked, but doesn't mean we have to do anything about it. <laughs> Why should Danny, you be different than any other teacher yeah, exactly. I've had in my yeah. life? Yeah. You used the oldest excuse in the book. You're like, oh, I thought it was due on Thursday. <laughs> the dog ate my homework. <laughs> the dog ate my cell phone. Well, go okay. ahead. Well, well, let's let's go right into that. What's the homework oh, assignment? Uh, well, we were gonna say the the top twenty things we learned. No, <laughs> no, no. During the election. Well. You're a Democrat, so you probably did learn 20 no, things. No, I'm an independent. Right, so you probably did learn 20 things. <laughs> I, I, actually, only, I only learned one. I, I, learned, I learned a few. But, uh, Eric, since you didn't care about the homework assignment, and you're just going to you know, say whatever I right want. now. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. We're waiting for the homework <laughs> no, assignment. No, no, no. I did What's my homework. Question? I'm going, the question is, what are, what are the top few things you've learned during this election season, the last 500 days? Okay, Danny, if you, you learn, first. If okay. you've learned anything new, what is it? Well, one thing is, the one thing that I learned is that I no longer associate with the Democratic Party, they don't they don't represent me anymore or or your values or yeah yeah they concerns. represent yeah as far as it is right now they seem to care more about banks and big business you're and, not alone and fracking mm-hmm. and and rigging the, the democratic process that seems to be more what you know they're about right now so for you it was more of a personal discovery that maybe you and the democratic party have have Split ways. No, the Democratic the Party they left just, him. They sort of left me. Yeah. I'm, I'm still standing here saying, like, you know, why can't we be friends? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> didn't Ronald and Reagan say that? their money going, wait a minute, I'm almost yeah. done. Isn't that a Ronald Reagan quote? Can't we be friends? No. He, he, <laughs> said, he said way back when, you know, no, I didn't leave the Republican Party. Yeah, they, left they left me. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's yeah. right. That's very true. Uh, uh, is that the only thing? That's or? one of them. I, All right. I, I, let's go around. Yeah, we'll go yeah. around the room. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, oh, we're going to have to do like a, you know, around the What is this, Christmas? Well, we okay. got to give him like go a few minutes you know, to think oh, of another one. The reason one. why I like oh, you. Oh, no. I'll give you another one. Okay. What's another one? Another one that people make fun of things that aren't, you know, Make funnable of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for next. Instance, no, no. Yeah. For instance, when when Obama was making fun of Trump about he was telling you know he's Trump was whining about the election being rigged. That's not a laughing matter. It's not something that one political you know person should make fun of when the process does look like there is rigging happening or that the potential to be rigged. Well, with, electron, with electronic voting, with voter suppression. You know, there's a lot of issues that that happen with with the process when we try to vote here in America, or with you know Bernie Sanders being thrown under the bus. Well, there really yeah. is no doubt. So to say potential rigging, yeah, or s- suspected rigging is really or incorrect. Rigging. It's rigging. But the fact yeah. that rigging happens is not a laughing matter. And I did not appreciate Obama making fun mm-hmm. of Trump, even though he's got a personal beef with Trump. Yeah, he was making light right. of a serious situation. It's a very serious situation. You don't make fun of the fact that our elections are rigged. 
Mm-hmm. That's not cool. And he's he's our president. Yeah. That's so not cool for a president to do that. Well, he's the beneficiary of the rigging, so I guess he's okay with it. Well, yeah, he might be right. But <laughs> Who is? Who's well, the he's beneficiary? Gonna, well, he's Obama. Gonna, isn't he going to oh. become like a justice Maybe. or something? Maybe. Definitely. Maybe. If the elections are rigged, then he was set up to go in there, right? Well, you're talking about um, where he benefits from election rigging in this election. No, no, no. I'm saying, I was trying to figure out where you're coming from on no, that. No, in previous elections. I mean, well, reason. every election is rigged. That's what I'm saying. Sure. He was the beneficiary of it. Sure. Right. There's yep. reason to believe that the, the Chicago the, beneficiary that Obama and the Clintons don't get along. There's reason to yeah, believe that long, they don't. Yeah, there's a there's yeah. a long history with them, but not getting along. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so that was kind of uh, a bummer to cl- watch. Close, like, yeah. but no cigar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eric. All right. What did I learn? What did you learn? If you learned anything that you didn't already know, what was it? Well, then, yeah. Then next. <laughs> yeah, so I you knew, knew everything. You didn't yeah. learn anything. You no, know, no, I didn't really learn anything. Sorry. I mean, I, I really, I really tried to drink the Kool Aid of the rest of the country this time. I really tried when Bernie was running. I go, you know what? I'll give this facade called democracy another chance. And I would, yeah, man, yeah. I just, I kind of, I reached down in my gut and I said, okay, I'm gonna go with my heart. And put my mind aside for a little bit. And I'm going to try my best. You know, th- this is our best chance at hope. Mm-hmm. And I realized that yeah, corporatocracy and the oligarchy is way too powerful for hope and democracy and freedom. So, That's what I learned. So if a, a candidate, I learned my lesson. Yeah, yeah. You, you got put back in your place as a voter. I tried. Yeah. I tried, really tried hard to, you know, to muster up. You know, like the, I, I drank the Kool-Aid. I really tried to be yeah. like the rest of the lemmings that are voting today. <laughs> and it just and I just got kicked back into place. And so I really tried. I went so far as to become a state delegate. Right. And yeah, I went so did. far as to go and, and, and represent my community locally and everything else. And then I just saw it vanquished by special interest, which is the, the Clinton Clinton campaign, you right. know, so, and and I just saw, I, I visibly saw them actually at the day that I got voted in, I visibly saw Hillary Democrats corrupting the election at the local level, hmm. and so, and it was illegal behavior, and I saw it happening with my own eyes, and mm-hmm. so I, at that point, and that point forward, I, I found that it was more and more and more, the election is subject to so much underhanded unsavory actions by individuals that are pro one ideology and partisanship and pro one you know there's almost to the point of being zealot like okay well if it's not my way then too bad you Mm -hmm. know and they've gone so so far as to do this whole fear-mongering well if you don't vote for hillary then you then you then you must be voting for trump and the end of the world and and justices of the Supreme Court, and and you want hell to happen and people to burn at the stake, you know. I mean, <laughs> right. and then the the opposite is true with the Trump zealots, you know. Yeah. And they're saying, oh, if you're voting for Hillary, you're voting for the Antichrist and Hitler and all these other things. And so it's just it's so divided. I'm ready to just take up arms and load up on gasoline and ammunition. Yeah. yeah. Like the rest of everybody. And disappear. Yeah, yeah so no, I think hope <laughs> died and democracy's been dead forever, so I really didn't learn much. Okay. All right. Well, let me tell you what I learned. I must have been the naive one. Well, that's one the end of our show, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, well, no. I, you know, I've been in the media for quite a few years, 20 oh, hum- some odd humble years. Brag. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, I, I've been around the media a little bit. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. But, but I, I learned a lot about the media and their involvement in the elections this time. I, I really learned uh, how they can manipulate a storyline, create a narrative around a story. 
and run with it. And that kind of becomes the narrative that we all follow. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 and I agree I, with and you. And I knew it happened. I knew it mm-hmm. happened, but I didn't realize the extent to which it happened. Can you, I, it was the political moment, wasn't it? Can you give us an moment, example or maybe an example? Uh, uh, well, I think like the uh, the best example I could think of was when Bernie was hanging in the race okay. in, during the primaries. Uh, and this this media swell started to build about, why aren't you dropping out? You're, you're being so unfair to Hillary. Don't you realize the hardship she's going through because you're not dropping out? And it was like this, uh, I, I just, I, remember that. I couldn't, it was Andrea mm-hmm. Mitchell mm-hmm. interviewing him, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Right. As a, a reporter interviewing a presidential candidate, begging him to drop out of the race so the other candidate could, could win. Mm-hmm. And I was just floored. I was really floored. Um, the, the media bias uh, this time around was so stark, maybe it was just a little more obvious to me. Um, and I know there's bias. There's always been bias in media, but I didn't think it had, I, I didn't think they were so closely tied as institutions, the political machines and the media machines. Uh, they're intertwined in ways that I didn't really uh, expect. Right. Um, and it's on a granular level. It's on a level of the reporters. It's not the businesses that are intertwined as much as the reporters on the ground intertwined with inside campaign officials throwing them uh, you know they're throwing back and forth uh little advantages oh i'll give you this scoop if you write a favorable story about so and so right you know that kind of thing i knew that always went on but it, the the extent to which it went on was really stark well, to me this n- time around now we're able to read the email saying okay who's going to float this bs story yeah. for yep. us well let's yep. go with this person over yep. at this station right. because they owe us a favor do you actually read or they they put us in this kind of light they're our go-to person yeah. for this. Let's let's manufacture this yeah. story let's, to take to divert right. the audience from this. You actually he- read the emails about their strategy. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Gross. And that, that that's only one of about twenty that I I came up with. But we'll that have was to a good move one. on. Yeah, that we'll have to move on uh, for now. And uh, when we get back, we'll talk about else. who the next president of the United States is. Oh, <gasps> ooh, oh boy. I wonder who it's going to be. Well, we'll let we'll let you know when we come back. What what's her name? <laughs> we'll be back with more guys. And historic. <laughs> Will private prisons finally die? I'm civil liberties attorney and author Harvey Silverglade, and this is the Civil Liberties Minute with ACLU attorney Bill Newman. Recently, the Department of Justice instructed the Federal Bureau of Prisons to phase out the BOP's use of private prisons. That's an overdue directive, because every day the warehousing of human beings in cages industry shames America. Private prisons are notoriously violent. The rates of assaults and incidents of contraband far exceed that of regular prisons and jails, and they fail utterly to provide rehabilitative and reentry programs. Which is understandable. After all, every dollar spent on rehabilitation is a dollar less profit for these for-profit jail corporations. And the top two prison companies in America gross over $3 billion every year. What the federal government is doing in giving the boot to private prisons is right. But unfortunately, it is only a baby step towards abolishing these private prison horror shows. You see, most of the for-profit prison industry cages state prisoners and persons charged with immigration violations, and the directive of the Department of Justice on them will have no effect. 
And these prisons and jails are where the private prison companies make most of their money. The Civil Liberties Minute is made possible by the ACLU because freedom can't protect itself. KAKU 88.5 FM, the voice of Maui. Welcome back to the Grudgery Tour. This is Dan O'Brien. I'm in the studio with Eric Blair, Danny Macias. Hey, hey, hey. We're botching the election show. <laughs> no, that's the, that, those are the candidates. That's yeah. the candidate. They did it themselves. Yeah, okay. They, they it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah. So what do you want to talk about today? Uh, besides uh, any any uh, election-related uh, insight or news that you guys want to talk about? Well, we got something for you. What? It's the President of the United States of America. Hey. All right. Yes, indeed, folks. You've been waiting for 500 days for the grudge retorts. Actual. Exactly <laughs> the information you heard it here first, folks. At the grudge retort, we are telling you that. Oh. The next President of the United States is. Who? Hillary Clinton. Oh, my God. Are we are we calling it right here? Yes, we're calling it here on the Grudge. It's Hillary Clinton for president. So everybody who voted for anybody else, up, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, but I haven't voted yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go and throw in that piece of paper in that machine that uh, not it's not really counting your votes. All right, if you want. So, uh, so it's been decided. It's been decided. When w- was this decided? Months ago. It was decided in 2013, to be exact. Oh, okay. 2013. Yep. That was when she received her list of who she's going to put in the cabinet, and uh, I think after that came in, you know, so at some point they're deciding on who who she's going to nominate for uh, Supreme Court justices. Ah, so all right. And, anyway, but you heard it here first on the Grudge. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> to Hillary Clinton for the presidency. This there is you an go. historic event. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and you know, that, that that's Danny's right. Yeah. There is one thing that yep. Danny and I talked about this the other day. There's one really cool thing that we really like about a Hillary Clinton presidency that we think it's a long time coming. What is it, Danny? Is it the joke thing or the real no, thing? No, it's the real thing. <laughs> okay. It's the real one. finally are going to have... A woman in the White yes. House. Yes, and we're we're it's about we're we're big on time. We're big on yeah. this for sure. Did yeah. you even have my mic on for that? <laughs> no, yeah, your mic is on. Okay. I swear. <laughs> it's about time. I mean, come on. Yeah, okay. it's been so a that, long that's overdue. That's huge. That is. It's that, huge. That fact it's very is huge. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That 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 part is great. Who yes. Can, who can argue with that? No, and the only thing that would be better. The only thing that would would be better than electing a woman at this moment in time is electing. A female Bernie Sanders. Yeah, that was the only thing that would be better. Right. Yeah. Well, I think you know we talked a lot about that that uh, issue all over the campaign during these last several months since April about uh, how it's 
it's the right time in history for this to happen. Right. Maybe not the right candidate for it to happen too. Right. We were we were thinking that had Elizabeth Warren been in this position, oh, yes. that would have been a different. Yeah. 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 So. yeah it, you know, even though she's a cop out. Um, Before, but yeah. she would have. It would. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't have had to have copped out though. Yes. I mean, yeah. If it wasn't for yeah. you know the the oligarchy, you know, uh, basically letting them know, hey, I just want to let you guys know we've already selected the president. Yeah. <laughs> they had to give Bernie and her that talk and said, well, you might as well get on board yeah. so you can be on the winning team. Hillary Clinton's almost like a singularity. Like not even light can avoid bowing, obviously, <laughs> obviously. to the power. That's, yeah, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone. Is that I like mean, the emperor. Everyone. everyone? Yeah. It's something or, or whoever's you know driving this thing, right? Yeah. It's yeah. whoever's really pulling the strings behind the scenes, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty embarrassing. But, but hey, that, there is that fact. There is that, that one is, thing that we've got a female president in yep. the United States, which is great. Yep, it is. We really think that's the best. Yeah. Um, you, did you see that that when Trump went into uh, vote today? No, I didn't. Yeah, the pictures are going around, going viral. Um, uh, we, you know, tweets are going crazy. Apparently, when Trump and Melania went in to vote, that Trump was looking. And watching Melania to see how she voted, <laughs> and uh, there's speculation that uh, he was worried that Melania was going to copy Michelle Obama <laughs> at the polls. I don't know how to fill this out. Yeah, so yeah. She, <laughs> let me. Do, do I do I vote for our friend Hillary Clinton? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh, no. oh, she's right. not our friend anymore. Okay. Oh yeah. yes, yes. Okay. We so don't like no her more anymore. copying her. So yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, um, it's a pretty embarrassing photo of him <laughs> looking yeah, over her shoulder. Like, he's, uh, he's peeking over her shoulder there? Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, he's more like glaring uh, at her. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like, you better well, you I, better put an X <laughs> in the right box. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was really it, That's what it looks like. Well, well, Otherwise, I'm going on a yeah. plane with the Podestas again. Yeah. <laughs> Last night in one of his closing uh, rallies, <laughs> he was basically saying, you better vote for me, or this was a gigantic waste of time and money on my part. I mean, he's so like, sell, he's so narcissistic. Even at the end, he's ridiculous. He's, you know, he's like, I did my part. I've right. been all over the place working my butt off. What about you? You better go out and vote, mm -hmm. you lazy asses. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was trying my best to, to you know, basically to say, you know, hey, Mr. Manchurian Candidate, you know, I mean. Let's get that TV show on the road so we can make fun of you for the next four years and that, yeah. Yeah. if it lasts that long. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. that There's still speculation about him doing it. It's, the people are still talking about Trump TV and oh, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's funny how it wasn't a real race because Trump only had a ceiling. He can only go to 40, 42 percent yeah. of the electorate, right? Until Hillary's numbers came down to his level. They crashed. And then it actually became a race. Yeah. It should never have been a race in the first place. Well, think of it this way. I, I mean, I'd love to – I don't have any numbers in front of me, but I'd love to find out the, the spending. <laughs> Thank you. Danny just put the number two, and Eric is showing me a very special <laughs> number, number one. one. You're, you're number one in his book. <laughs> now, now you put them both together, it's 12 because 12 equals 5. Exactly. <laughs> in this election. So uh, I'd love to see the spending comparisons, the ad spending between well, we the Clinton campaign. No, the actual numbers. I want to see like actual. Oh, you want to see Trump's zero? Zero versus <laughs> billions and how right. close this election is. And 
I know, and she and and Clinton had the whole media in yeah. her pocket, and like, she had the president, with the president, vice president, first lady, Michelle Obama, yep, the stars oh, of the yeah. Democratic Party, Bruce Springsteen, Bruce Springsteen, yeah, Beyonce, Beyonce and Jay Z, and, and it's still close. Yes. I mean, they are propping her George up Clooney's chicken, yeah, rubber chickens, Farrell. It had every. She had everybody, and gotta this, get me some of that Clooney Chick chicken. Cletus the talking yeah. pig. Yeah, everybody <laughs> in a corner. This is the thing, though. This is the thing with her campaign. She needed everything the country has. All the that king's she can, horses and men. Yeah, she needed everything just to just to barely get to the point where she's at now. Against the, Trump. Against yeah. Trump, the most evil hated person in politics today. <laughs> because because she's mind. so bad of a candidate. Yeah, that's exactly it, it. You know, there's that cartoon that Danny and I were laughing about this morning where they were showing how the Clintons left office with you know all this you know these uh, the baggage that they they yeah. towed away the, the the previous time they were in the White House <laughs> the furniture you yeah mean? <laughs> and now they're bringing back in all the baggage and all, they have big boxes in the yeah. cartoon of all the different scandals yeah so they're bringing in a whole new truckload of scandals yeah and there's a line of of big rig trucks going out of the White House for miles yep. and miles and miles yep. as it's arriving because literally the Clintons have so much baggage. That there's no way. I mean, they would, can you imagine that twenty-five dollar a bag fee on the airline. <laughs> no, talk about Lots of talk baggage. about and national debt. Here it comes. Yeah, yeah this it's is just, just the beginning. I just mean, the beginning. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. it would have been either candidate though. We talked about this. No, that's if true. If Trump had gotten in, it would have just been uh, nothing well, would get done yeah. because people. But are just it's easy argue. to make fun of Trump. Vice versa. Yeah. That's the thing. It's easy. That's true. With Hillary, it's like, well, you really shouldn't because she's a woman. Or, well, you really shouldn't because she's a Clinton. Or, really, you shouldn't because she's a Democrat. Yeah. Or, really, you shouldn't because she's a fracking monster. Oh, no, no. she's That's okay. We can talk about fracking. Well, yeah, those are, that's political <sighs> blinders, though. I think that's one of the problems oh. I have is when you, like you view I'm your – yeah, you use that one. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I, I just came up with that I now. Like that. You use like – I wasn't listening. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can kind of tell. Would you put your cell phone down for you one guys. second? Yes. You guys. <laughs> well, we have this show going on at 6 p.m. here local time in Hawaii uh, for the – the political show tonight where we're talking about the, the election coming up on the election yeah. and I'm getting one of the commentators is texting me stuff that I can't share on the air so it's hilarious <laughs> anyway go ahead uh, okay <laughs> can you maybe do that after we're done with our show yeah I'm, I'm done with the, with the show okay yeah all right <laughs> So, anyways, um, is there anything that stuck that stuck out during this election? Any moment or or something that you kind of remember? A good thing, not a bad thing. Something positive nope. that you could take out of this election. There is, and I I hate to give it to Trump, but it was I believe the second <laughs> debate, and they were asked, "Can you name something positive about your opponent?" Mm. And I think that Trump's response was actually saying that Hillary never gives up, never quits. Yes, she never quits. And I thought that that actually showed a crack in the facade that Trump's trying to present. Yeah. You know, as the Manchurian candidate. And it really, you know, was in stark relief to Clinton's response. Well, mm -hmm. he's got kids, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like his that. kids. Yeah, I mean, he's got kids, so yeah. there's that, you know. So I thought that that was actually something yeah. positive. I, I was shocked that he said that given his rhetoric, you know, up to that point yeah. and since. It was a moment where that kind of stuck out for sure. Right. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, the the common, you know, the talking heads on TV. There's been a lot of jokes. Yeah. At mostly on Trump's expense, but 
on, on for both sides. It's been it's been a pretty funny. Yeah, the humor's it's hard. been great. It's hard not to laugh yeah. at this particular race. There is. <laughs> I yeah. did find I did find one redeeming quality of the last five hundred days. What's that? Well, because of the ridiculousness of this election process, memes are back. Oh yeah. yeah, memes are like going like gangbusters. I mean, th- there was a point about two years ago when memes dropped off the map because they were like, uh, they're they're redone and recopied, and it's the same one regurgitated right. over yeah. and over again. And and now now memes are back. Yeah, yeah, and it's hilarious. They never stop being funny. What do yeah. you do? You have a favorite meme from this election, Eric? One that no, you but I posted on the Grudge Facebook page forty of them. There, there's one. Yeah. There's one that stuck out, and, and, and I'll see if you guys remember this one. Why did Trump cross the road? No, I don't remember. To that avoid one. debating Bernie Sanders. Ah, That's yes. Right. That remember when Bernie was challenging him to a debate, yes. and he was actually thinking about it. That's right. And, and it then never he happens. chickened out. He chickened out because he knew Bernie would clean his clock. Yeah. He would have destroyed Donald Trump if he were the nominee. Yeah, it would have been over. And, oh and my Trump God. knew that, oh, no, i got to make this, this facade last yeah. <laughs> until November 8th. Yeah. It, it would not have been close if Bernie uh, was the nominee and was the uh, Democratic nominee for president. I think he would be probably about 10 to 15 points ahead by now. Right. I really honestly believe that. It's not just because I voted for him, but all the baggage that you guys were just talking about with Clinton, the new baggage, the old baggage, none of that would have existed in a Bernie Sanders nope. uh, election campaign. Nope. And and they would have dug up stuff on him. He would have made mistakes. He would have made gaffes. Right. But it was against Trump. <laughs> right. So Trump would have just destroyed himself, basically. Bernie could have just watched Right, uh, you know, scandal-free, just Trump, going. See you later, Titanic. Yeah, Trump would have been the wildfire <laughs> that just burns itself out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bernie would have. He would yeah. have floated right into the White House. I guarantee it. Yep. Yeah. would have been, at this wings. point. Yeah. At this point, it would be just ridiculous. We'd be talking about, you know, the first time ever that a president, you know, if Hillary was out of the way, mm-hmm. and it was Bernie versus Trump, we'd be talking about the first time ever that a, a presidential candidate got. 80 90 percent of the total vote <laughs> probably you know, it would be ridiculous at yeah that point. so i wanted to ask you a, a kind of a politically strategic question Ooh, both st- of you strategy and, and it has oh, to do with oh, the senate uh, ever since the the fbi stuff came out the democrats winning control of the senate the, those hopes have kind of faded a bit and now yes. it's it's a question as to whether they're actually going to take control of the senate if they did bernie sanders would be uh head of the uh, budget and finance committee uh, I believe, um, a socialist Democrat um, taking control of the budget sounds pretty good to a lot of people who supported him and voted for him. Uh, would you support a, a, democ- a democratically controlled Senate? Would you you know, go for that if it were an, an option? Or is the whole Democratic Party kind of just not even worth uh, fighting for anymore? Or, Daniel, or, or option number three. What's option number three? You you tell me. You, option you number know, three. Whatever your thoughts are. I don't mean to I steer that, the I, question. I, I think that I would pick and choose. I think knowing how the machinery uh, works now, I can be a little bit more, you know, um, I could investigate a little bit more. I know what to look for. Selective. But I, yeah, I could be selective. I could pick and choose as mm-hmm. far as what, who I want to support, what they stand for. Do, do, you, um, do you think as a whole it would be advantageous for Bernie to be on that uh, the head of that committee, or is it just kind of like, yeah, so he'll fight for four years for nothing and nothing will change? Or would it be good for the country if he were in charge? You trying to bring hope back again? Well, yeah, I guess I'm trying to say, does it even make a difference if he's in, in control of that? Is is the machine set up against any progress as far as that's concerned? Well, the primary proved that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like with with that particular president in the office, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that here's another thing that we got to think about too. That you know, the Clintons have really done a wonders at ruining other people that have at some time opposed them, and so you know, Bernie opposed them. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to go away after the election. So who knows? You know, it might be the situation where, you know, that. Oh, hello, Danny. Oh, hi. Oh, hey, hey, Eric. How you doing? Yeah, it might be the situation where, um, you know, that he gets burned again. Right. You know. I, 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 I don't, don't know. What do you think? I don't even think it's going to come up. I think that they're not going to take control uh, of the Senate. I think that th- I think that there was enough momentum going into the election where Trump got some of, or the Republicans got some of the support back that they had lost. Mm-hmm. So I think that just like, you know, when they were afraid of losing Texas not too long ago, mm-hmm. that's no longer an issue. I don't really think that it's going to be as much of a a political landslide as it was looking to be, even though it was going to be a little landslide. Right. Well, and yeah. also the fact a that mudslide, the Republicans are, yes, yeah. the Republicans are already planning on, on not allowing any Supreme Court nomination yeah. to go through anyway. So I think that's going to be more of the same. Right. We're going to, I don't, I think that they're going to put up a big, huge fight to prevent, you know, Congress from being taken over by the Democrats right. in any, either the house or the Senate. And they're they're just going to continue to stonewall and whatnot for a long time. That's what I think. And I, th- I, I think nothing's going to change. And that would – nothing changing, meaning nothing's going to get done, and that seems yep. to be what the oligarchy wants anyway. So I yep. think that that's what we're, yes. we're on the way towards. Yeah, SOS, yeah. same old stuff. Same old stuff, yes. Yeah, well, let's make some predictions of a Clinton presidency if we're going to call the race. But when we get back from the break, let's, let's talk about what that's going to look like in the next four years as far as Congress – uh, the presidency, the country. Do you want me to bring that end of the world song back up? Sure. Okay. <laughs> the, 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 this time I know how to get it on. So uh, oh, yeah, thank goodness. The beginning, yeah, please. Yeah. All right, yeah, we'll do it again best. when we come back. More yeah. grudge on the way. Bob Dylan has won the Nobel Prize for Literature. I'm Bill Newman, and this is the Civil Liberties Minute, made possible by the American Civil Liberties Union. And deservedly so, for his songs of protest and freedom, and his condemnation both of racism and militarism. I'm your masters of war. Hear that build the big guns. His music and words gave us raw depictions of our world. Is Cinderella sweeping up on desolation road? And sometimes sorrowful ones as well. It's a hard rain. We're gonna fall. Dylan's artistry insisted on honesty and authenticity. Like a rolling stone. Touched something at the core of our being. And we gazed upon the chimes of freedom flashing. Dylan has always insisted that he was not the spokesperson for his or any generation. So let's not burden the artist with some moniker he has always disdained, but rather celebrate the man and his music and its message.
Yep, we can't get no satisfaction with the last 40 years in these elections. And here we go. with Bernie, but he's been done in by the Clinton Foundation. Your All right, all right, we're having too much fun. It's election day. And it's almost I, over. I, I gotta. I'm refraining myself from talking about the Rolling Stones because I'm a big Stones fan. So I gotta. Yeah, yeah, we know. I gotta. You get stoned pretty much every day, apparently. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Rolling Stones. Yeah, yeah. Roll, yeah. Sorry. I, I get Rolling Stoned every day. Yes. 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 Which is different. Well, That's at least we different. know you gather no moss. <laughs> That's right. So, so it yeah. It. There you go. <laughs> there, there it is. <laughs> Very funny, Danny. Yes. That's not true, Danny. No, all right, just Don't, kidding. So, Propaganda so on the grudge. If we're going to call the election for Clinton, when right we're going to call it, we have insider information that it's already been chosen. It's done. Okay. So Clinton will be the, the 40-something president, <laughs> president right, right, of the United are we, States. Are we at 43? I think we're at 44. 40, 40? I don't know. Are you guys kidding me? No. Which Which one is it? This is like the first ever female president. Yeah, but what? It's number one. So number number one. one. Okay. okay. We're starting number over. One. Reset. We All right. Reset. Reset. First president. I like that. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> what is what is the Senate look like? I mean, what is what? A bunch of old rich guys. What, what, and they're uh, all white. What's going to help you? <laughs> what's going to get done in the next four years under a Clinton president? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, n- not, well, that's not true. If the corporations are for it, then a lot's going to get done. Well, well you, you right? said you know. Well, yeah. No. No. No, more corporation stuff. Well, I yeah. thought you meant what's good things are going to get No, what, just, oh. just what does it TPP look like? TPP is going to get, gonna that, get yeah, passed. That's, that's going about. through. TPP is going to go the through. Dakota and Pipeline. The Dakota Pipeline is going to plow right through we'll all those sacred lands. zigzag across the whole <laughs> river. Yeah. All They're going to make sure they hit the all the sacred spots. Yeah, they don't exactly. want to miss one. <laughs> and then it's going to be more oil spills. We're going to see more of those. It's going to look like a crazy straw. They're going to make sure that one doesn't leak until after the next election. Right. More earthquakes in North Dakota. Yeah, lots of strange fracking. fracking stuff going fracking on everywhere. Um, yeah, there's going to be more national debt. There's going to be less social programs. War We're going to have Russia. Obamacare is going to continue on, and it's going to that is going to continually to take more money out of the pockets of most people. Uh, we're not going to get anything universal, no universal health care, no universal basic income, nothing. Mm. Same old stuff, and minimum wage is going to start to stagnate the next eight years again. The White House will become the White House brought to you by Morgan Stanley. Yes. <laughs> Goldman <laughs> Sachs. Yeah, oh, Goldman Sachs. Yes. It, it, it'll George be, Soros is going to get richer. Uh-huh. It'll be like the Verizon Dome or whatever, you know, when you have to <laughs> na- name the corporation that Oh, yes. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mm. RCA Dome. Right, and the exactly. Verizon Amphitheater, yeah. yeah. Be the U.S. Capital Goldman Sachs. <laughs> yep, yep. There you, you go. Know. Yep. Yeah, w- Wall Street's going to make more money. Uh, rich people are going to get richer. CEOs are going to, instead of making 300%, what the average worker makes, are going to make 600%. The wealth gap is going to continue. Poverty is going to increase. Unemployment's going to get, you know, the, all the phony numbers are going to get more phony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same old stuff. Okay. 
So, yeah. so you got no, anything? Nothing's going to change, huh? That's going to get worse. Oh, good. Well, yeah. no, and, That's changed. At least that'll keep us talking about it, you know? Yeah, right. we'll have we, material we, we for have the material. next four years at least. And <laughs> the seven countries that we're bombing will probably become at least eight. <laughs> yeah, and then so, know, well, and some of them will go away, so they'll change the queue. Oh. They're going to they're demolish. Uh, well, you know, we Aleppo is completely gone. Them. Right. <laughs> you know, so what, what more can they do? We don't just stop bombing them. We don't stop bombing them. Even when there's nothing left to bomb. Okay. Hey, those bombs cost money. Those bombs create jobs. <laughs> now, I, yeah, I, I, I right. just saw a yeah. post on Facebook from a friend uh, who said... You have friends? I do, every once in a while <laughs> when I go on Facebook. they uh, he, he said, you know, his family is basically going to drop out of Obamacare. His his premiums are going up 56 or 58%. Yep. Right. That's uh, true. For, he can't afford it anymore. Uh, so he's just going to drop out for the first time in his professional life. He's going to go without health insurance. Um, and he's going to be billed one hundred and forty nine dollars a month minimum, yeah, which is uh, uh, which is sad, but that's cheaper than the fifty nine percent increase in premiums that he's going right. to have to pay. So he's making a financial decision, and unfortunately, he's going to have to go without health care now uh, because these rates. Is is there a fix for Obamacare under a Clinton presidency? Are they going to fix this? Because not it, under it, a Clinton presidency. It's not working. I, I'm sorry, uh, Democrats. It ain't working. No, it doesn't work. It yeah. does not work. What, whatever formulas uh, were no. put into place, they're not panning out. Yeah. At, uh, it of needs the to get fixed. Four, three or 400 insurance providers that originally were forced to sign up for Obamacare, right. only about 130 or 140 are left yeah. because they just can't afford what they're talking about. They're not, they're not making enough money because the big insurance companies are getting the, the bulk of the money. And now that they've kind of entrapped everybody into this and now it's illegal not to have insurance, then bam, now they're getting this windfall. They're raising all the rates as they've planned to since the beginning. Uh, why, why can't it be like car insurance? I mean, I know that's a simplistic uh, comparison, but, you know, with car insurance, you sign up for the general, 99 bucks a month or whatever. Call 1-800-GENERAL <laughs> now. They, yeah. there, there is cheap car insurance right. out there. You, there's dirt cheap car insurance. $100 a month ain't yeah. cheap. Sorry. It, well, it's cheaper than, let's say, the Obamacare, two, three, four hundred, five hundred bucks a month to, you know, to insure your family. When you're making minimum wage, all that stuff is too expensive. Yeah, that's very true. Very right. true. But we're talking about a guy who is probably upper middle class, middle class. The, this guy that I, I know on Facebook, mm -hmm. he, he is not struggling in, the, in, that, in that traditional sense. Nowadays, he could probably be considered struggling because the middle class is under siege. What middle class? There in, isn't any. Yeah, there isn't any anymore. Yeah. Um, There's upper poor class. Yeah, so you're basically working to, to, to eke out some kind of living somewhere yeah. and, and you know, killing yourself uh, around the clock. On, on the clock, around the clock. Yeah, the cost of living is right around seventy-eight thousand dollars a year. If you're not making that, you're you're poor. Yeah. So so they're they're. I, I'm sorry, I, I wasn't. I didn't get an answer. I guess is there going to be a fix for this or Eric? Nope, you're saying not no? under a Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton presidency. It, no. But this is like the Democratic dream right here, Obamacare. This is what they've been fighting for. If you're voting for Hillary, you didn't vote for a Democrat. Yeah. You voted for somebody who's left, or excuse me, right of center. Mm -hmm. So she's basically a Republican. Hmm. So uh, I don't know why, why you would say Democrat. She's not, yeah, the only person that would have at least somewhat followed the platform of the Democratic Party, that what it's supposed to be, would have been Bernie Sanders right. or Elizabeth Warren or somebody like that. But Hillary Clinton, no, she's got her own agenda. Yeah. Yeah, so that if you voted for the Democratic Party just to vote party line, then you made a huge mistake. Yeah, yeah. there's a wolf in the hen house. Yeah.
Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It was funny. I mean, even after Bernie Sanders dropped out of the race, I kept seeing Democrats calling him the uh, the wolf in the hen house. Uh, he's not a real Democrat. Even mm-hmm. as as recently as two days ago, uh, he refused to call Donald Trump supporters racists. Uh, and he was attacked for it by Democrats. Right. Oh, those, are, those aren't Democrats. Those are zealots. Yeah, you're defending Donald Trump supporters. How dare you? And and somebody uh, named Katie Halper, she's a, a columnist, a commentary person. She kind of said, well, do you think it's smart that Bernie Sanders trashes voters right before an election? You think that's a wise choice for him to do? So he's probably a little smarter than that. Yeah, but those right. are just trolls. Yeah. Those are Hillary trolls out there that are bashing everybody who doesn't get on their zealot train to yeah. hell. It, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And, and, and I guess my point was exactly what you said. If you thought you were voting for a Democrat, then no, not, not no. so much Sorry. this time around. No. E- if you're voting ideology, then you would have voted for Jill Stein. Yeah. If you're voting Democrat, because yeah. that's the closest to being a Democrat was Jill Stein. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. I mean, and if Hillary, you wanted, you know, the closest sane person to the Republicans would have been a Gary Johnson. So yeah, the the two front runners were basically, you know, corporatists. Yeah. Yep. Danny, yeah. your yeah. your closing thoughts on, on this? <laughs> you're, you're just, pissed. You know, I I gotta <laughs> hand it to to down. For some reason, this election is kind of a a closing door moment for me. We're we're closing the door on the last. How many months we've been doing oh. the grudge retort now? It's been <laughs> since April, right? We've been doing the grudge yep. since April. Yep. Since Danny, March. you've come since, a long way. Since March. You've come a long yes. way. We're not using that hashtag anymore, educating Danny. No, oh, he's, he's educated yeah. he, he's Dan educating and Eric. me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so do you have any deep thoughts? Uh, <laughs> uh, deep this? thoughts with Danny Macias. <laughs> For this closing of the uh, election season, it's the end. any any thoughts? Oh, so one other thing that I that I was watching happen during you know during this whole process was just the how people are pitted against each other. How mm-hmm. we have so much in common with uh, people that we are calling names or that we are you know just spewing hate and evil. <laughs> you know, there are parties that are doing that to each other. There are groups that are doing that to each other, and. It's weird how we're, we have so much in common with each other, though. Those, those people that are doing that, they have so much common ground, and they don't see it because the differences have been played up and hyped up, and then they're brainwashed into thinking that those differences matter than what we really have in common with each other. Yeah. So to watch that, it's been very depressing. Yeah. But, to watch but that who's going to pay for it? <laughs> yeah. Who's going to pay for that commonality? Yeah. <laughs> who's going to pay for community and yeah. social program for that? Yeah. Who is that? <laughs> Wait, who, who is that? Though? Who are you doing? Who is that? <laughs> that's, that's a re- deplorable. Okay. I'm a deplorable. Okay. 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 <laughs> I could also be a Hillary fan. Too. Right. I know. Sound exactly I know. The same. Exactly. Like a sniveling little same. baby. Who's going to pay <laughs> for it? To watch <laughs> but to watch people make nonsensical arguments and to just basically be the mouthpieces for the establishment is really sad to watch. Yeah, happen. yeah, it's, it's, it's you're a voting bunch for of, Trump, aren't you? It's right. a bunch of lemmings, kind of. Yeah, you know? it really and to watch that happen, it's really yeah. it's, it's it's disheartening. It is. Yes, it, it is. Eric, what, any any final thoughts on the closing of this election? It's just depressing. I want to vote for Danny. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. It's, it's totally depressing. It's, it's a downer. It is. The, the, the best time that I can remember, the best time when I finally saw Americans come together was just after 9-11, mm-hmm. the day after, when I was looking out in the streets and 
trucks were going down the road with American flags displayed and people screaming America, you know, and that kind of thing. And there was that was back when we had no the, the parties were actually going to fall apart. Yeah. You know, if if they weren't so strong and if the corporations weren't such in control, we would have gotten away from this rampant consumerism and self-interest and narcissistic lifestyles and greed and greed and greed we would we could have got away from that but we didn't well, I we think, went back into it yeah that's a really good point i mean i think the you bring up 911 it's the common experiences that kind of bring us together and 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 force us to look beyond our superficial ideologies of oh i don't want to get taxed and all that like when you start talking to your neighbor uh, on a real day-to-day level, not on a political or ideological level, you realize their problems and concerns, and you start to you kind of maybe look at that a little more. You guys are sharing an experience. I don't think we have enough of that anymore. No. We're too gated from each other. No. You know, we, we close ourselves off on social media. We close ourselves off in our communities. Oh, that's their community. This is my community. Uh, nary the two shall meet. Yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're all too thing. busy working trying to pay the rent. Yeah. And, dealing with issues and we don't want to we don't really want to share with our neighbors the fact that all the bills are due and if you don't see the lights on next month that's because i couldn't afford the bill yeah, and it's it's shameful you know, and i'm never home people, yeah. can you please take care of my dogs i'm working three jobs yeah, it, you know yeah so there's a lot of problems it's it's hard to to kind of talk about that stuff because you feel like it's a judgment mm-hmm. on yourself like you're not pulling your weight or doing you know what you got to do to but get by everyone's living the lie though. they are yeah. everybody yeah. is everybody <laughs> is and they're, if, if they're not stoned drunk or you know, deeply involved in their work, just buried in their own work. They they that's what they're dealing with, and we need to we need to wake up and realize that we're all Americans and we can get together and we can stop the division, but we need to take greed and politics out of the mix. Yeah, I, and the, religion get that out too. We don't need that either. No, I, I think all of that clouds good judgment. Yeah, and, and working together it creates walls. And yeah, the, the one last thing I want to talk about in the things I learned in during this election is the the fragility of our of our institutions you know how how for a long time i took for granted uh the power of the fbi the justice department the supreme court uh the political parties uh the congress like these are institutions that people really have journalism (laughs) journalism another institution right where did it go yeah and and and, uh we i think americans have just been fooled and lied to for so long that we have lost faith in all of these institutions they don't they don't have the weight they used to have and when that happens bad stuff starts to happen as far as the choices we have uh for an election uh things like that and unrest and instability follows and that's not a good thing right. you know these institutions need to shore themselves up and regain the trust of the country i Be- think because this is how a grand chancellor becomes an emperor there you go yeah it's so true all right well uh on this election edition of the grudge retort maybe we should just go out on this song let this song play out what do you guys think i think so because i think tonight at six o'clock we're going to be on the radio talking about the election results that's right after that it's beer 30 and we'll be on tv uh on akaku talking about election that's right yeah from six to ten Marathon live yep. broadcast on radio and TV. And while Dan's working into the late hours, Dan and I will be next door drinking. <laughs> getting because re- it is the end. Getting ready for the Clinton presidency. That's right. All right. We know what's coming, folks. Happy Election Day, everybody. Enjoy. Go out and vote. Or don't. <laughs> Doesn't matter anyway. This is the end.
Oh.